wild finish to the day, including a huge dip and then a rally in Tesla ahead of its entrance and inclusion of the S&P 500 on Monday. Joining us, Julian Koski is a co-founder and chief investment officer at New Age Alpha. Julian, I'm reading your report. I might have described it too bearishly. I don't know. Is it a bull or bear take? Because I see you've got a 46% chance you assign, according to your analysis, that it will underperform and fail to deliver growth. Is that a lot, a little, or a coin flip? It's a bit of a coin flip, Oliver. Nice to meet you and nice to speak with you. It's a bit of a coin flip, right? Right now, at a 46% chance that Tesla will fail to deliver the growth implied by its stock price. You can't be long nor short that stock. It, it, you know, things are very different than where Tesla was, say, back in January, where there was only a 20% chance that Tesla would fail uh, to, to deliver the growth implied by that stock price. Okay. Right now with Tesla, so your numbers Sorry, are moving up, you know, just to jump in, Julian, because I want to make sure people understand your system here. You calculate a probability that a company will fail to deliver growth implied by its price right now and its valuation. You're saying that Tesla's has been now continuing to move upwards in that measurement, meaning it's getting more and more likely to disappoint. That, that is correct. That's exactly how it works. The more, you know, what, what I like to think about is, it's not Tesla, the company, that's a problem. It's the behavior of investors around Tesla that's creating the problem, right? Tesla's, uh, there's this continued uh, impounding of this vague and ambiguous information into Tesla's stock price, which causes te uh, Tesla's stock price to move upwards. Where we've seen this tremendous rally in Tesla, but it's unclear whether Tesla can actually deliver the growth. If you look to the past, and that's what we do, just look at the past 16 quarters. Based on the past 16 quarters, there's a 46% chance Tesla's going to fail to deliver that growth, which wasn't the case back in January. There was an 80% chance Tesla was going to deliver the growth, essentially only a 20% chance they were going to fail. Huh. Interesting. Uh, when you phrase it that way, it's kind of interesting because back then, when it had those high odds, according to your calculations, there were still plenty of bears coming on my show. Some were still saying that the thing was worth like double digits, uh, you know, stock price. So. It seems that uh, in That's, your mind, something yeah. really has changed here in this latest run. What does the S&P 500 inclusion do to that, Julian? Does it make it less or more likely that it fails its, to reach its goals? I, I don't think the inclusion has uh, has an impact one way or the other, other than to the extent that the inclusion pushes it up to the upside. It's just going to make that probability of failing higher. So I think things get worse. I think the question with Tesla today is not about how you make money. It's how you avoid loss with Tesla, right? And you have to think about mitigating the loss that might come from owning a stock like this. Right now, things are very unclear. So in our view, it's, there's just better stocks within the s 500 that have a much higher likelihood or much sorry lower likelihood of failing to deliver the growth and you would want to own them what kind of uh, metrics go into that uh, if you can share with us a little bit of the secret sauce where how do you get to that 46 percent valuation uh, sounds like maybe earnings beats and misses are involved in that no, 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 no. Essentially, I'll just use a simple example. If Tesla was trading at $100 a share, and that implied that they needed to sell 1,000 cars per quarter. Okay. And if you look back and you saw that Tesla sold 1,000 cars per quarter for the prior 16 quarters, you pretty much can safely assume that there's a 0% chance Tesla's going to fail to deliver the 1,000 cars in the next quarter. However, 
If Tesla's stock is at $1,000 a share, and that implies they need to sell 5,000 cars per quarter, and you look back and they've only done it, say, 20% of the time, well, now you've got an 80% chance they're gonna fail to deliver that growth in the next quarter. So it's just simple mathematics. We don't use traditional portfolio management techniques to evaluate risk. We look at insurance and how insurance underwrites risk, right? Um, you, you just gotta remove all this vague and ambiguous information that surrounds Tesla. There's just too much hype around the stock. You gotta look at the mathematics. Wait, so is there something in terms of the insurance attached to Tesla that uh, is pointing something out to you? Uh, what, what are some of those other, what is, what's the other math? Because the math I'm hearing is mostly backwards looking, right? I mean, Tesla's changed their ability to produce cars uh, every quarter. That's why they kept beating and surprising. Yeah, that's correct. But now that stock price is continuing to ratchet up, right? And does it get to a point where it becomes difficult for them to deliver, right? At some point, a stock can keep going to the moon, right? But remember, the company is going to have to deliver the growth uh, implied by that stock price. And the, the question becomes, at what point don't they? Because at, the, at that point, uh, that's when you're going to see a correction, right? That's when you're going to have a loss. So that's what we're looking at. At 46%, it's, it's difficult to know, do you be long or short the stock, right? I, we would not be short the stock. We certainly wouldn't include it in our portfolios. It's very much looking at about, well, like, so if you looked at the automobile industry as a whole, there are 21 companies around the world um, that compete with Tesla. Mm -hmm. Tes there are six companies that are better than Tesla from a probability perspective. That means there's almost like, okay. um, you know, close to 18 companies that have a much higher probability of failing, which by the way, includes Ford and GM. So if you look at Ford and GM huh. in the S&P 500, I'm Tesla failing? today. Much higher chance of failing. Uh, I'm failing to do, when I say failing, failing to deliver the growth implied by the stock mm. price, right? Okay. So if you're going to own automobile manufacturers, own Tesla. Interesting. Okay. So if you got to own an automobile manufacturer, maybe go with Tesla. But you're saying in terms of your large cap portfolio that you don't have to assume a 46% risk. You're saying that 46% is too high compared to the calculations you've done for most of the other companies. Yeah, there's about 100 other companies in the S&P 500 that have got a probability less than 20% of failing, right? So it's all about, remember, right. alpha or returns comes from avoiding losers, right? It's not about picking winners, that's correct. right? You want to avoid loss because that's what's going to erode your, your, outperform, your performance, right? So look for the companies least likely to fail. That's what we're saying. Okay. I like that. That actually fits in well with a good bit of writing I've actually done on skewness in the market. Uh, so well, we've done uh, a lot on that as well. There we go. All right, Julian, let's continue this conversation another time. So the takeaway I have is if you got to own a car maker, Tesla's not a bad choice. But if you just want big cap companies, there's better chances of success elsewhere. And you're not a perma bear because you liked Tesla back when it had the 80% chance of living up to expectations. Okay, Julian, thank you, sir. That is correct. Julian Kowski is the co-founder and chief investment officer at New Age Al